On the farm today, we focus in on fall grazing. Joining me on the program, range management extension specialist Trevor Lennox. And Trevor, here we are into September now and time for producers to really start thinking about fall grazing. Right. I think this time of year, a lot of people's perspective changes. We've had a we've had a, a green season and now move into a fall season where things change somewhat for us and, and we look together to put together a plan for the fall in terms of grazing. So whether that's continuing to graze on some perennial pastures or whether it's putting together a plan for grazing on some crop aftermath, whether that's on our own land or on someone else's land, and whether the aftermath means grazing on stubble or I guess it could mean chaff or other types of options available to you as well. That's really the question for a lot of producers is is what does fall grazing look like for them this year? Right. You know, we I think the reality is we've we've been through a few years of drought and this year still is dry for a lot of a lot of people. Um, you know, so what grazing might look like this year may look different than previous years too. Um, you know, I think we've all been told and it's true that, you know, extending the grazing season can be can be helpful from a from a cost perspective. Um, any day you don't need to, to feed hay. Uh, there's there's additional savings there. You know, I think the purpose of my uh, interview today is just to get around the idea that uh, the challenge of, of, you know, taking too much off the land as well with those extended grazing events, um, maybe that extra week or two or three weeks of grazing in the fall uh, might seem good at the time. But maybe uh, looking ahead, if, if next year's dry again, uh, there is huge value in, in retaining some, some litter or carryover on that land as well. Uh, we know the value of, of that carryover, especially on dry years. We really need to think about next year's grazing season then. Right. And, and I think, you know, um, we all are creatures of habit, and that's what we do. We think from one year to another, don't we? And I think we're all we're all that way. Um, you know, so I guess I'm just trying to encourage people just to, you know, think beyond the year and, and re- realize that management this year, and in particular in the fall, um, can 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 affect next year's production significantly, especially if it stays dry. Um, we do know that litter on the soil surface is a big factor in terms of, of conserving moisture, and it also plays a role in, in, in nutrient cycling as well on, on pasture lands and, and more importantly on, on native rangelands. Um, for, for example, on, on native rangelands, even up to 50% of the yield in any given year can be attributed to, to how much litter has been retained from the previous year on the landscape. So um, that moisture conservation is, is, is very important, especially on an old tame forage stand. So when, when I say old, I'm talking, you know, the stands that are, you know, 10 or 15 years or, or more, or those, those native stands that are, are very dependent upon retaining litter on the soil surface. The, the other aspect is, is just the, the, the trampling impact. I mean, we know when cattle graze, they, they move around and, and, and they have a lot of hoof impact as well. And uh, I mean, Grasslands evolved under grazing, and that hoof impact is normal. But if it's excessive, and and in the fall when the plants are dormant, um, we need to realize that actually prior to to fall or for be, before winter, a lot of those growing points for next year are actually initiated in the fall. So um, a lot of excessive traffic over that land or that plant late fall. Um, can really affect those growing points going into next year's uh, season as well. So just keep that in mind as well. 
Final thoughts, key comments that you would like to leave with producers today when it comes up to fall grazing and especially looking at this year's situation with many producers still dealing with drought conditions. 2021 was was a very bad year for, for, for people and there was just really no other feed options in the country last year. So people pushed those uh, perennial pastures probably harder than, than ever. Um, you know, this year, 2022, um, I think there is going to be more, appears more feed or hay in the country. Um, you know, so maybe we don't need to push those perennial pastures as, as hard as we, we need to in the fall. And, and we can build a bit of a buffer in there for, for next year's pastures. Um, you know, I think there is going to be feed around. So there's not, not the need to push those pastures as hard in the fall. We may have pushed last year or the year prior. So I guess just to keep in mind that uh, that later it provides a little bit extra well, it's called carryover, and it just helps build a little bit of insurance, drought insurance, into next year's grass crop. I've been talking with Trevor Lennox. Trevor is a range management extension specialist with the Ministry of Agriculture. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Vossler.